I got a pimp hand. That's all you really need. Welcome to Movie Muggin, the father and son podcast that's wanted. Edo Row High. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've used that before. Have we? I feel like we either that or we've just talked about it. You know, when you've done as many episodes as we've done. And we have no idea what we've used. I just hope that we we did it like an episode 37 or something, and <laughs> people have forgotten about it, and they're still going to enjoy the story that's uh, forthcoming. Um, when I was a kid and heard Bon Jovi's Dead or Alive, I thought it was Edo Row High. Because mm-hmm. I'm a cowboy. You get the next part. On a steel horse Come I ride. Come I'm wanted, wanted. Edo Row High. <laughs> Well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies, then having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. I did mention that we've been doing this for a while. This is episode number 122. Wow. We just keep on trucking. We (laughs) just keep on pumping them out. I don't know why. (laughs) Because it's fun. It is fun. And we enjoy this. You know, even when we shut this thing down, I still want to watch a movie. Every Friday night. And I feel like it'll be hard not to. Yeah, if this is the only way that we're going to continue to watch movies together on Friday nights by doing the podcast, then we're just going to continue doing the podcast because, uh, man, I, I just dig it. We've seen a lot of interesting stuff, too. We've seen a lot of interesting stuff, and it's it's your pick tonight. So, mm-hmm. And I, think, I have uh, something interesting. Okay. Yeah. Is it too much to ask? And look, I already know you picked out a movie, but is it too much to ask that maybe sometimes you get away from the genre of a lone badass who's going on a mission to beat up or kill everybody or a revenge tour? Um, I don't think that's what is today. You don't think? (laughs) All right. We'll get to that here in just a second because right now it's lobby time with Vince and Jack. All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. It's time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but I still think they're important enough to warrant some airtime. So last week we watched, uh, what was it called? The Bush. Oh, yeah, the no, the uh, the Hunt for the Wilder People. That's, yeah. And little Josh Peck, Rebel Wilson brother, he did haikus. Mm-hmm. And I asked you if you would write a haiku for this week. Yes. Did you write a haiku? I did. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. I wrote a couple. Yeah, so did I. Did you? You <laughs> yeah. wrote more than one? Yeah. How many did you write? Uh, a lot. I wrote four. Okay, I wrote more. <laughs> uh, I, how long did you spend on however many you did? Because uh, I, I did like 10 minutes. I went and took a shit, and I was just like, they were just flowing out of me. I made some good ones. <laughs> that could, I guess, be interpreted mm-hmm. either way about my shit or my haikus. I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that one of your haikus is about shitting. No. No? Okay. Well, that's interesting. Um, I don't know. I I worked on mine off and on today while I was at work. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. They they came pretty fast, kind of like I do with your mom. Okay. Do we want to flip a coin to see who goes first? No. uh, You have more. I I do have more. I do have more. Okay. Um, 
Wait, how many? Count how many you have. Well, because uh, if you have like eight, then you do two, then I do one. Well, then you do two, okay. Then you do so I have some that that I that I wrote, and then I went back and did uh, a bunch more that have to do with movies that we've watched. <laughs> okay. So do, do the movie ones last. Yeah. No, I, that was my plan. Okay. Don't. This is okay. Just go. This is my show. Just don't, go. Don't tell me how to do things. Let's see. I have one, two, three, four, five. Okay, I have four. Okay, so I'll go first. The rain falls softly. A calm breeze touches my face. I have a boner. <laughs> I was about to say, you did some actual ones. <laughs> Mine is uh, hot and single MILFs near me want to meet ASAP. Oh boy, oh boy, yes. <laughs> oh man, I feel like you were watching a porn and you just took one of those ads that was on the side. I, I was like, what can I do? And I literally thought of the hot single MILFs in your area want to meet. So you're sitting taking a shit and you're thinking about hot, I'm like, horny, uh, single MILFs. No, I was thinking of ideas for my haikus. Okay. All right. And that popped in my head. I was like, wait, I could make that fit. Okay. A new sensation. Strange, ticklish, concerning. <laughs> I think I have crabs. <laughs> That's a good one. Thank you. Uh, my next one is... Oh, my dear poor rats. I hope your owner is nice. So sad dad sold you. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Top down. Wind and hair. Good tunes on the radio. Body in the trunk. <laughs> Yours all have a twist. Mine start out. <laughs> uh, old fat naked men. Plague all of my dreams at night. Please God help your son. <laughs> Gosh, man. <laughs> these are all within 10 minutes. I just like, as soon as I wrote uh, the first one, I was like, oh, new prompt. Oh, new prompt. Oh, new prompt. That That's probably my proudest uh, one. <laughs> Plague all my dreams. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. A slight green discharge. <laughs> it burns whenever I pee. Hmm. Should I tell her? <laughs> wow. Probably. <laughs> and then my last one. Uh, went to Amsterdam, had sex and lots of coffee. What a lovely place. Hmm. Yeah, I've been to Amsterdam. We <laughs> did, did you have coffee there? We did not have coffee there, but we walked by some coffee shops, and I kind of feel like maybe I had a little bit of coffee. <laughs> yeah. Secondhand coffee? Uh, yeah. Uh, all right, this is my last one. Her scent still lingers, almost like she never left. I just picked my nose. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> That's pretty good. All right. So I also uh, thought that it, since we are a uh, kind of a movie podcast, that it might be fun to write some uh, haikus that have to do with some of the movies that we've watched. So, how many of these you got? I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. I have seven. All right. You don't have to guess on all of them because some of them are going to be obvious. Uh, you're you're going to like this one spraying silver paint. <laughs> I'll see you in Valhalla. Witness me, brother. That's a good one. Yep. Wow. Get that tattooed on your back. <laughs> oh. Old time rock and roll. Sunglasses, tidy whities Hookers in the house. Sunglasses, tidy whities Come on, man. It's like five movies ago. A rock and roll high school. No. I was like, that's the only rock band thing I can think of that could have been like five movies ago. Risky business, man. That movie's forgettable. <sighs> Why would you make one out of that? I, that's not one I would have ever thought of. Okay. okay. Just take those old records off the shelf. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, 
tattoos on knuckles, four fried chickens in a Coke, sweet home Chicago. Four fried chickens in a Coke? I have no, I have no recollection. That's the Blues Brothers. Oh. When they went into Aretha Franklin's place and uh, he ordered four fried chickens <laughs> and a Coke and she's like, chicken wings? What? Chicken tender? He's like, oh. no. Four fried, yeah. And uh, was it Elwood got uh, like two pieces of dry toast or something? <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Mustache maketh man. A some bitch that can't be caught. Gonna fuck a frog. Mustache maketh man. Fuck a frog. I don't know. A some bitch that can't be caught. That there's no smoking in the bandit. Yeah. What if gonna fuck a frog? He nicknamed uh, Sally Fields Frog. Oh. All right. Scraps the horny dog, blowing the autopilot. Don't call me Shirley. Oh, that's airplane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> An eyeful for five. Double it and I'll jerk it. Hello, rock bottom. Oh. Shit. <laughs> what movie? What is Oh, Dark Diggler. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. All right, here's the last one. Vision like a hawk. <laughs> Darman. Creeping on topless women. <laughs> Quicksand really sucks. <laughs> yeah. Beastmaster. <laughs> yep, Beastmaster. All right, so that was uh, Haiku Corner with uh, Vincent Jack. <laughs> All right, got anything else for the lobby? I don't. Thank you so much for contributing. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. All right, well, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and Jack will unveil today's movie. Okay, so I don't really know how this will go. <laughs> you never do, man. I put this on my list like a week ago. I was watching a YouTuber I watch, um, and he mentioned a movie. It was redundant. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He, he mentioned this movie, and I saw like a clip or two. Uh, in that video, and he's like, go check it out. It has cool practical effects. That was like a, a thing he was talking about a lot. What Define practical So effects. instead of... So like think about like old horror movies. It wasn't CGI. Okay. They had like real, like they made it with their hands, like arts and crafts, like teenagers getting beheaded and stuff. Okay. Like like the thing. Like when it's coming out of the dog, that's like animatronic. Yeah, and yeah. Ball over gotcha. it. Yeah, shit like that. Okay. All right. Uh, came out in 2020. It's unrated. Uh, runtime of one hour and 35 minutes. Rotten Tomatoes gave this a 91%, while the audience gave it a 62%. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes didn't have that many people do it. It was like, it's either like 18 or 81. I don't remember. Okay. Um, IMDb gave this 6.3 out of 10 stars. Uh, Mormon mothers tell us that there is no nudity whatsoever and that there's tons of blood and gore. This movie is called <laughs> Psycho Gore Man. <laughs> Just what a crazy title. Is Psycho Gore Man. <laughs> they call him PG. PG. Psycho Gore Man. Why didn't you save this for uh, Movie Mug and Halloween Spectacular? Um, It's horror, but it's not a horror movie. It's like a horror comedy kind of hybrid thing. So this season or this year, I'm actually going to try and pick some hopefully like really good horror movies. That's, that was my goal. And that's the only time I'll try to pick good shit is Halloween. So I got some news about the Movie Mug and Halloween Spectacular Month, which I think you're going to dig. Okay. After this, we'll record six more regular episodes, and then we will start recording for the Movie Mug and Halloween Spectacular. Mm-hmm. 
There are five Sundays. And one of the Sundays is October 31st. Wow. Mm-hmm. So we'll actually re- record on Halloween? No, it will release on Halloween. Oh, uh-huh. okay, yeah. So while the, the kids go trick-or-treating, they'll have their earbuds in and they'll be listening. I doubt it. So how do you want to do this? Do you want to just see, like just keep going and see who it falls on? Or do you want to like make a plan now of who gets who gets three and who gets two? Uh, So... I've had Halloween the past two years. Have you? Yeah, because I had us. Oh, you wanted to redeem yourself. Myself. Okay. Well, it wasn't actually on Halloween last year, I think. But it was. But it's the Halloween episode. Yeah. 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 But it's it's a it's bigger when it falls on actual Halloween. Yeah. Which I mean, I'd love to have it, Mm -hmm. but three years in a row and you don't have it, you need to have it. So I think you. Why don't we do this? This this is an idea. Since there's five, we'll obviously each get two. And then maybe we throw some movie names in a um, a movie mug and Halloween bucket, and uh, we just draw, and whoever's it is gets gets the third one. Okay, sound good? Yeah. Okay, I like that. All right, so now it's um, um, Psycho Goreman. Psycho Goreman. <sighs> wow. Okay. Let's uh, <laughs> let's do it. Let's take a movie mug and pause. And we're back, <laughs> and we're back after watching uh, PG Psycho Gorman. PG Psycho Gorman because it's Psycho Gorman PG for short. You're gonna call him Gorman or Gorman? Gorman. I would say Gorman. PG Psycho Gorman. Yes. Let me go ahead and give it the fifty cent tour. These kids dig a hole because one of them lost a bet. I guess so they had to dig a big fucking hole in their backyard. Yep. These kids didn't have internet, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. Cause, uh, or talent. We'll get to that. So they dig this big hole, and there's this uh, glowing gem, and the girl gets it off whatever it's on, and then they fill the hole back in. And then th- this monster crawls out, and he's from the, the planet of Gygax, mm-hmm. and he is planning... He's been awakened from this uh, prison of sleep that the Templars put him into, (laughs) and he's here to destroy the Earth. And he starts fucking people up, and this little girl comes, and she, since she's carrying the gem, she can control him. So he has to do whatever she says, and she's kind of a brat. Yeah. And kind of a butthole, and uh, kind of bosses him around, and um, but later on kind of makes him part of the family. And dresses him up, makes him do just kind of some ridiculous things, which we'll, we'll get into here in a little bit. So then the Templars find out that he's freed and on Earth, so they come down to get him, and then there's a big battle at the end, and uh, he ends up winning, and she gives him the stone, and uh, he goes off to kill people. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see what the internet has to say. Not much. Yeah, what I read sounded nothing like what we just got. I know. Intergalactic assassins converge on a small town after two siblings unwittingly resurrect an ancient alien overlord. Ancient assassins? Yeah, that that didn't happen. One lady came down. And also one thing Oh, well, no, the other guys came down too. But those weren't ancient assassins. Yeah, they were his supposed friends. Yeah, his subordinates. Yeah, but they were tired of his shit and tried to kill him. Uh, Another thing I read was that um, they unknowingly resurrect 
some friends and some foes, and there's like a great battle. <laughs> there was a great battle. Oh, Are you kidding no, me? There fucking wasn't. There was a great battle. <laughs> and I read in the Mormon Mothers, I read that someone makes a sword out of someone else's intestines, and I was like, rock on, let's see that. And we did. Yes, we did. Before we really get going, you said you saw some clips from this movie. Uh, the only thing I remember is the two heads getting ripped off of the body. You said it was like, like that a, looks like kind of like 80s-ish. You said it was like a week ago, didn't you? And that's all you remember? That's all I remember. Okay. And that wasn't even, a, that wasn't a horrible part. I mean, the special effects were charming because they looked old. They were like Evil Dead. Yeah. And so it was like, oh, that could be cool. And I didn't expect it to be like PG-15 Power Rangers. And obviously exact- you wrote Power Rangers on there. But <laughs> How do you know I wrote Because Power who's in the, in the right mind that has a pen and paper in front of them <laughs> watching this movie wouldn't link it to Power Rangers. Uh, monsters from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah. Yeah, so there was, um, so there was a bunch of monsters in there. Well, let's just... Um, Main character looked like fucking Ivan Goop. From wasn't he in Willy Wonka? Like, it was like nineteen. That was Augustus. Oh, bloop, yeah. I think. Yeah, the nineteen ninety three or five Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I just watched it the other night just to refresh. I yeah, I heard fucking, y'all. You were like talking about how much of a hard on you had for one of the girls, oh, Kimberly. Fuck yeah. What color was she? Was she pink? She was the pink ranger. Yeah, but he was. Uh, do you remember the purple ooze and it controlled the parents? No, I did not watch Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. It, I mean, it had a Red Hot Chili Peppers song in it. Did it? It did. The Wait, we had keep the... Keep on, keep on. And they're like, no, higher ground. That's Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good song. Yeah. Stevie Wonder cover. Ivan Ooze is his name. I'll show you a picture of him. Did we have the video? <laughs> we probably did. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, it's the main character yeah. of this movie. Yeah, that... Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so the uh, the Templars found out that he... Well, first of all, let's just talk about the siblings. Brother and sister. Looked like older brother, younger sister. Yeah, but she uh, she wore the pants. <laughs> um, I know you really haven't watched Saved by the Bell, but I know our listeners have. And there's a character on there named Screech, and uh, R.I.P., Dustin Diamond. And he he's a terrible over-actor... Just it, he, he's so so bad, and and part of me thinks that they wanted him to be that bad. I, I don't because I don't think anybody could really be that bad. She was like a female screech with her overacting and her facial expressions, except she was on the other side where she was like tough, right? She wasn't like the nerd who could get pushed around. She would not be pushed around. She would not listen to anybody. She was she was the boss of this whole movie. Yeah, but her acting was so it it was over the top and I fucking hated it <laughs> for a long time. What are you talking are you no for a long time. No. So then they uh it switches to these monsters that sit on the council of Templars and they look like all the monsters and from the, go, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Go, oh gosh, Jack. And uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> 
And, oh, gosh, they were terrible looking, just terrible, and they were being stupid. I mean, the one who ate all the, like, the blue ramen, that was the worst one. Oh, my God. No, the one next to him with, like, the little head in the glass. It was just the brain like a, with the eye. It looked like a fucking Muppet. I thought that was the best one. Really? Yes, because the rest looked so bad, and that one didn't talk. It just had shifty eyes and looked uncomfortable. <laughs> I know. And it, it, well, it did, didn't and it? And it made me think of the, from the classic Scooby-Doo uh, the skeleton that was inside of the spacesuit, and, and it had like the the green yeah. light. No, in I know there. It, that was kick ass. This, yeah, this made me think of Beaker from the Muppets. <laughs> I haven't seen the Muppets <laughs> for fucking damn good reason. Yeah, so I, I that didn't get tainted for me. That was the best one in there because he didn't open his damn mouth. He didn't look like someone just dumped out rotten tentacles and was like, okay, that yeah, that's a monster. Look, you can draw two eyes right there. Oh, let's make the costume. Like, the rest looks so bad. But when they switched to them and they started their dialogue, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is... Uh, I can't fucking handle watching this. But then I thought, well, at least I'm getting a break from the girl. You know, I tried to look on, yeah. I tried to look on the bright side. You, I did, too. You were on your phone for a little bit, and I thought, thank God, I hope he's about to call this off and pick another movie. I really thought I you were going to say, Dad. A, I was answering a text, <sighs> and I, I never do that in the movies. I know. And this was at the very start, and I was like, I'm not going to miss anything, honestly. Well, so I, I took five, six seconds to type something out, and then I didn't get on my phone. I, I was hopeful. Because I, I thought this is Blood Fart Lake. This is this is a zero. Yeah, and, that's what I thought. And too. so I was really really hopeful <laughs> that uh, that you were about to say, "All right, I tap out. I'm, I I got a new movie. Funny Turn thing this is, shit off." I thought about doing Did that, you? but I was like, "Now nah, we're just we got to do it." I was like, "I'll make it through." I literally thought to myself, like. I'll make it through. I make it through every single movie you've ever done. Mm -hmm. I got this. Yeah. <laughs> and then at the end, when the credits started going, I was like, I made it. I fucking made it. I, I was thinking, did her parents like tell her good job? Like, oh, I you, hope you, not. you fucking knocked it out of I the hope park, they young shot lady. Her in the head. <laughs> Gosh, no, no. I mean, it, it was it was macaroni art, right? It's like, you I know, I'll that, hang it on the yeah. fridge. I don't really like it, but, you know, I don't want to make you feel no. bad. I, I, she's not too old to be thrown in a dumpster. Jeez. <laughs> and just you lock and you chain it shut and you put three grand pianos on top and you fucking weld everything shut and then you fart through the crack. <laughs> <laughs> just for the icing on hate top. hate that kid. I hate everything she stands for. <laughs> She reminded me of one of my old managers. You know which one I'm talking about, what crackhead the, lady. Yeah. That was her when she was a kid, 100%. Why do you, you like working for crack whores? <laughs> you I, should have them working for you. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> do you have a past I don't know about? Do you have any velvet clothes I can borrow? No, but I got, a, I got a pimp hand. That's all you really need. I will never, ever forget uh, whenever you told me that you met that person who uh, who had pimp hand tattooed yeah. across yeah. their their hand the true, back of their hand true story scary guy yeah <laughs> tattoo that said pimp hand that on his hand epitome of classy yeah it is wow yeah it is <laughs> all right so this this monster he talked like this all the time and like he was all about destroying but he, he had mic effects though too so it didn't it sounded smoother than that well i mean yeah he couldn't do shit as long as she held the stone and every time he would try to do things, she would be like, stop, go sit down, wait till we get back in the morning. Watch TV and look at hunky boys. Yeah, he's like, I don't like hunky boys. And then he saw a magazine <laughs> with a hunky boys like, 
wait, maybe I do. <laughs> yeah, that was actually, you know, this movie had some jabs. It cracked me up when she like brings him home to the family and she starts dressing him up. And then they do this music montage all of a sudden where he's on the drums. Yeah. And he's like playing the drums and they're singing this song that's called like, I'm heckin' cool or I'm, I'm, I'm the, the heckin' best. I'm the heckin' best. And it's Break just off. the whole family rocking out. And then later on, they're on the playground at a, a school and he's fucking wearing like like trousers and a shirt and a, and a hat and, and an sunglasses. <laughs> It's just like, what the fuck's going on? It, it was. And he turned a cop into some sort of like weird, like moaning dead body with his hand fused to the gun who couldn't walk right and tried to kill himself but couldn't. <laughs> I actually kind of like that part. But during the music montage, they even did that that montage that you've seen a million times where he's in the dressing room and then he comes out in different clothes. <laughs> and, and they're like, no, 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 yeah, no. He goes back in and he puts other clothes back on. And, yeah. Oh, it's crazy. But yeah, the, the, the cops pull up and he does something to one of the cops and makes his head just look like a glob of <laughs> almost jello or something. It and was so gross. He's like, I'm going to let you live. And, and so the cops just in misery just <laughs> walk. Yeah, just wanting to die. And as they're walking through the woods, like the cop passes like this little well, heart shaped like yeah. Valentine's Day card or whatever to the little girl, and it says "Kill me, please" in his own blood. Yeah, and he keeps trying to shoot himself in the head. But yeah, he, he like can't. looked at the camera and goes, Ooh, "Boom!" <laughs> and nothing happened. And, and just a lot of the time, you just hear the gunshot, like yeah. just a, a gunshot. He's just shooting and. Oh man! Um, and the the kid's trying to get out of the way. He's like, "Shit! Don't shoot me." <laughs> The monster, PG Goreman, or no, but <laughs> you keep trying to give him like the the name of a uh, PG. I'm here. No, no, no. I'm PG Gorman. What? What is the an author? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> PG Gorman. <laughs> it sounds like an author. Yeah. Uh, we got R.L. Stein. We got whoever wrote the Outsiders. Whoever a uh, fucking J.G. Quintel is. I've heard that name a lot. It's like a cartoon guy, I think. Is that 877 no, Cash Now? No, he made regular show. That's what it was. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's him. So as far as a plot goes, being garbage. able to control a monster, is that's not garbage. <laughs> being able to control a monster. Come on. Uh, okay, that that is at the very base form of this plot. Yeah. Okay, that's much better because it can literally be anything. From, from that point... It can be anything. Sure. But this movie, the whole story and everything, I hated it. But did you soften to it at all? Like when she started dressing him up, and it's kind of like like a, a little girl brings home a monkey, and then next thing you know, he's wearing a dress, and they're having a tea party. That's kind of what she started doing with him. Yeah, but I hated her. <laughs> I Not once did I like the little girl. You never softened to her. No, and I hated the little brother, or the older brother, too. At first, I didn't hate the older brother as much because he wasn't as shitty of an actor. Until he tried I, to carry the TV. I was about to say, until <laughs> he started walking with a TV that's like 15, 20 pounds, and he's like... Obviously, it's not 15 or 20 pounds. That thing had its guts ripped out. You know, it <sighs> it probably weighed nothing. And he was trying to act like it was heavy by taking the small, unbalanced steps. But instead, it was just like small, calculated steps. And he's mm -hmm. like, fuck, that one didn't look unbalanced. Right. Oh, shit, this one didn't either. Oh, <sighs> this one really has to. Whoa. Yeah, there's bad acting with like 
verbal bad acting. And then there's bad acting like you can't even walk right, right? <laughs> yeah. And the, yeah. They couldn't do either. <laughs> no, they couldn't. Uh, yeah, I hated all the characters. The mom was such a terrible actor. The dad was the only redeemable one, and there were parts that he did that I hated probably more than any other scenes in this. I love the dad. Whenever the thing <laughs> bounced off and then hit the TV, and yep. he was on the screen for like 30 seconds. Oh, 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 what the? Oh, oh, oh. And it's like, oh. Damn. Like, let me fast forward. I got to tell you. I loved him, though. He was a good character. I loved every bit of the dad. Like really? every single scene the dad was in, I 100% so loved. So whenever he fell off the toilet into the bathtub and it kept doing that like a kid show? Yes. You liked that? All right, so let's talk about that. Because so, to me, that's like you do it once and then maybe you have like a very, like if, if he has the, okay, so the scene was the dad is sitting on the toilet and he's like arguing with his wife, but she's not there. Like you call like, me lazy? Like a I'm shower not. argument. Mm-hmm. I think that whole thing should have taken place in the shower because you don't argue to the wall when you're on the shitter. He did. He was just a strange enough guy to do that. But let me, let me set the scene before oh, okay. you say exactly what happened. Okay. So Psycho Goreman had just gotten in a big fight with uh, a lot of his old homies, and the little girl didn't allow him to fight at the beginning because he pissed her off. He wouldn't and, apologize. And she's vindictive. And so they were beating his ass, and uh, he finally apologized, and so she let him have the powers back, and he fucking beat ass, eight people, mm -hmm. just completely cleaned house. But he got fucked up, too. And they used his own blood to poison him. Uh, and so he was slowly dying, and they couldn't carry him, so they wanted to get a message to uh, Dad to come get them. So Dad's on the toilet. Yeah. And then, oh, a light comes through, and he's like, wow, and he's just looking at it. And then, boom, Psycho Gorman. I keep wanting to say P.G. Gorman because Go that's for what it. you've been saying. So P.G. Gorman's face comes through, and he's like, oh, help me. I'm here. Come find me. And the dad, like, fell into the bathtub. He's like, oh, oh but where am I going? Oh, yeah, the North Interstate 115. Whatever, it's it's by the brick house. Yeah, his and face like, keeps popping out. But I don't know where that is. It's but go two lights and then it take a right and like something like that. Man, to me, like that was so overboard. I disagree. It, to me, that was like Adam Sandler levels of way over the top. Like there were so many scenes in this movie that were just Adam Sandler shoving his cock in your ear and doing his laugh, and you're supposed to find it funny, I just couldn't. All right. At the first, I was like, this is fucking dog shit. I, <laughs> I fucking feel it. hate this shit. At one point, you were like, what was that? And I'm like, what are you talking about? You're like, you made a weird breathing noise, or like you couldn't breathe or something. And I was like, really? <laughs> you, you made it like you were, I could tell you were breathing heavy, and then like you let out like a big breath, and I was like... I think Are I was, you good? Like, I got worried for a second. I was, I was like, he's dying? I think I was trying to breathe my last breath <laughs> for a little I while. You? I was walking into the light. Uh, <laughs> but, but then I, there was something comedic in there that kind of turned the corner for me and made me think of Dude Bro Party Massacre 3 or whatever to where I realized <sighs> they're not trying to make a good movie. They're trying to make... Something that's meant to be stupid. I, I, my thoughts I are. I knew that the whole time, and I still couldn't come well, to grips with it. Okay, but it got to a point to where I was like, I can appreciate this now. And and what I think what it was was I think it was very cleverly written, 
And believe it or not, I believe it was cleverly written and the the humor kind of won me over. I, I think there were so many humorous parts in this. I am blown away right like, now. Like just because like if I would have written down every little thing that I found that was funny, the list would be pretty long. Yeah, but they were itty bitty tiny things in a fucking I don't know, it was a needle in a haystack. I, but it was like a massive haystack, but there was like a lot of needles. They they didn't add up enough to beat I don't know, it's like finding a penny in a pile of dog shit. But you laughed. And you didn't laugh at just how stupid it was. You laughed because there yeah. were some genuinely funny parts that, in this movie. It is not going to save this movie. It was so... You said the writing was clever. The writing, to me, was probably the worst part of this movie I, besides I'm, I'm, okay. the acting. I'm talking about the comedic writing, <laughs> right? And and I think it wasn't always executed well, but once I took it for face value of what it was as a movie that wasn't supposed to be executed well, yeah. and I combined that with the humor that... I I laughed and smiled quite a bit in this movie. Every time the dad was on the screen, I was like, I love that guy. So the the definitely the best scene though with the dad is when he high fives PG Gorman and his like wrist bone comes out and it's hanging out and he's bleeding out. And the mom, she got turned into like one of the worst looking things I've ever seen, <laughs> like the robotic Valkyrie type yeah, yeah. angel mm-hmm. robot ladies. Um she gets her powers revoked by the Valkyrie lady, Pantheon, I think they called her. So she's like all wet and sweaty and gross. Like yep. it looks like she came out of like a one of those things from the Matrix, like one of the birth yeah. sack yeah. things, yeah. and then got yeah. flushed down and was like, "Oh, hell, hello." Uh, she's all fucked up when she came out of it, and she looked like just fainted. And he's like, "You need to take me to the hospital." Uh, yeah, yep. that was the funniest. But part. it was probably all, the whole movie. I'm telling you, man. He was the probably there the best were part a of the movie. lot of funny parts in this movie, from the cop trying to kill himself, giving her that that letter. Mm. I just don't think I'd ever watch it again. I don't know. I don't even know if I could be persuaded to. Maybe I'm, just a maybe on the perfect day. I would want to watch it again just to write down all the funny parts because I think it would go several lines down this legal pad, depending on how big your handwriting is. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. Uh, and at, at the end, uh, I love the ending. I yeah, love the just, ending because, all right, so. But the little daughter ruined it. The ending was good because he's like, oh, I got the power of love. I don't need the crystal. I got to go kill a bunch of people. And she's like, wait, PG Gorman. And she blew him a kiss and he caught it and yeah. put it in his chest. That was good. Then walked through the portal and started killing people. And then it yes. showed on the news he was a giant over uh-huh. a city. That was good. That was great. But, like, just, I hate, if the daughter was on the screen, I wanted to rip my own head off and fucking punt it to I, somewhere. I did, too, at the beginning. But at some I, point, I, yeah, but I, I embraced it. I stopped hating her. I mean, look, she Basically, was still... I just hated her more throughout the movie. As time went on, my hate for her grew like a fucking <laughs> perfect positive line graph. She was... I hated that bitch. She was still ridiculous, and, and she was hateable. I can understand yes. if you get on the hate train, it's easy to, to stay on that hate train. fucking rip her head in half easy. by both of those pigtails, easy. man. She's a little girl. She's an actor. It's okay. She's a little girl. An actor. I'm yeah. sorry. She's not like fucking that asshole Danny from Zathura or anything. <laughs> it's the same fucking age. It's not. I guess let's get into favorite parts. Um, whenever the dad was like, you need to drive me to the hospital, even though she was probably fuck- more fucked up in that scene than he was. And both of the warriors' deaths. But the first one was better. When he ate them? 
Yeah, the warrior's death from planet Gina Gax or whatever mm-hmm. was uh, getting eaten. And so he like ate two people. The second one, he didn't really get to see it, but the first one, like his mouth got all huge, like went to the ground, and then he ate them and then like burped up their blood everywhere. That was kind of cool. Yeah, that was the best, actually the best scene of the movie. Best looking, at least. I don't know. There's, there's not too much to like. I really enjoyed when uh, P.G. Gorman was... He, he sounds like he should have a cooking show also, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, he was so talking like this. And he was just always talking about wanting to kill people. And, like, at one point, the little girl's like, tell me about your life. And so he's like, okay. And, like, it goes to show him on this planet and all the things he's doing. And he's just talking about the killing and the destruction and the death. And then she interrupts him right in the middle of his story. Like, she spits out a piece of candy, which was stupid. That was so It, it was stupid. Annoying. But then later on, they're at the cafe, and he starts telling another story. And, and it's like... And and then, like, I, I remember the battle at the Galactic Bridge. Or and something. she interrupts him again. And it's just like, he just keep trying to... I, For the sake of the plot, I understand. They're soften, softening him up. And, oh, he's going to... I knew he was going to become nice to them, at least. Mm-hmm. I knew it. For the sake of the plot, it makes sense, but gosh, let me enjoy at least something else about this movie. And I think you would have hated it like I do if you would have picked it and thought it was going to be something not heartwarming. (laughs) Okay, okay. I did not pick this for heartwarming. I saw battle, blood. I saw two heads get ripped off by a guy. Okay, And I'm thinking, there's going to be psycho fucking gore man? There's barely any gore in this movie. <laughs> the most blood yeah, came yeah. from that damn TV when he touched it. Yeah. Okay. Like, it was, I, I, com- I, I can't understand why people can't write fucking like, okay, we got to shorten this into a three. Uh, yes. Oh, three or four words, Jerry. Only three or four words to describe this entire movie so we can uh, deceive Jack into picking it. <laughs> write a couple more sentences, you goofballs. You're, like, I want to know. Like, it's really hard to deceive you into picking a movie. It really should have been like. <laughs> Candy from a fucking baby, man. Okay. Fair enough. But it really should have been like big, crazy space demon gets controlled by a little girl and they become friends and Mm -hmm. there are battles. Why did she name him Psycho Goreman when he looked more like the fucking fish from Cabin in the Woods? Because she's like an 11-year-old girl. Not only was it a story that I didn't want to watch tonight, but it had to have that little girl in it. I hated her. So answer me this. Just try to reset your mind. If I would have picked this movie and you wouldn't have had all those expectations... Do you think you could have seen it through the same eyes that I saw it, which is like a dude broman party <laughs> massacre three or whatever? That was, it was made to look like a horrible, horrible movie, but it was written from a comedy standpoint to just be so bad, but yet they put just enough comedy in it to make it good. Can can you see that at all in this movie? I feel like I could. There was some good stuff in there. The fucking zombie guy trying to kill himself and like begging to die. That was very comedic and that was right up my alley. That humor is funny to me and it definitely appeals to me. I got another good part. Just And, and like the dad's funny shit, that was funny. But it was like, it wasn't what I was looking for in a horror comedy. I thought one, there would be actual like blood and gore in this movie. There really, really wasn't. No, this could almost be a kid show. Yeah, the, this felt like a kid's movie. Like a, like a PG, like a rated PG movie that... 
It yeah, it wasn't any bad words. And I it heard wasn't fucking shit like twice each. And it wasn't scary at all. Mm-mm, it was and not a horror movie. I feel like it was. If you're scared of blood, it was a horror movie because there was like a couple, like a, a one gallon of blood in the entire movie. I don't think there's. I think most eleven year olds could handle this movie. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I and mean, because one because it's not actually horror. There's no the evil in it is totally trivialized. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just basically a big dress up doll. They say frig instead mm-hmm. of fuck most of the movie, mm-hmm. like 99%. Yeah, frig you. Heckin'. Mm-hmm. Dude, I hate that word. I thought it was original and something that you would not have expected in this movie. Yeah, I, I sure as hell didn't yeah. expect it from this yeah. movie. But heckin' just makes me think of like the 12-year-old band kids. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, they're like, dude, yeah. that was... Fr- that, what the heckin' frig, bruh? Yeah. And I'm like... Oh, I hear you. I'm so glad I'm not in school anymore. I couldn't handle it. I'd be the kid ripping my hair out and taking my fucking fingernails off. An- another going fun crazy bat shit in my fucking straight jacket in, in the back of the lunchroom. Oh, I couldn't handle that, man. So my favorite part, I'm just gonna say anything the dad was in because every time the dad was on the screen, like once I realized who he was, every time he was on. It's like uh, Danny McBride. I was just expecting this Uh-oh. to be funny. Yeah. And he was funny every every time he was on the screen, pretty much. And, <laughs> and I I always got a lot of laughs from him. So anything he was in was was my favorite part. And I guess you know where my bucket of chicken's yeah. going. I did like the the music montage, but I, I couldn't round that corner like you did. I was like, I, I laughed at things. After, like, the whole movie plot revealed it's, it's reared its ugly head back, I, I still laughed at stuff. I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. Like, I, I understand I just, why you could I was watching it, and I was like, why did it have to go this way? I understand. Like, I, I could appreciate parts of it, but I just, I, uh, it was just, it was devastating, because I saw it, <laughs> and I was like, you're, you've actually got to be kidding me, like... I just, I was so upset. I couldn't believe that he was just like, I just wanted him to like smash both of them so bad the entire movie because I hated both of them. I never really stopped hating both of them, especially the girl. I hated her more throughout. And the fact that she was the main thing, she was always on the screen at all times. Yeah. She she tainted every single part of the movie for me. For you, you stopped hating her as much so you could appreciate the funny parts more. But her singing, whenever, like, like I was so annoyed at this point that I was nitpicking. And the fact that she wasn't actually singing and that the audio track and her lip syncing was not perfectly going, that pissed me off. And then she, like, her brother wanted the apology and she wanted the stone. And so she starts singing that stupid shitty song, like, I'm the heckin' best, frig off, frig yourself. And then the whole family started singing. It was a wonderful moment. But to me, that is just forced, like, family comedy, you know? The family who's like, oh, they're dysfunctional. Oh, they sing a song. They say heckin'. Oh, they're so hip. They say frig. Oh, they're so cool with it. I can't stand that. Like, I I don't know. I hate fake cuss words. Like, just don't be a pussy and say the real thing. I'm, but, but that was part of the writing. They did that on purpose. I, and it was their style, and it just mm-hmm. clashes with my personality. Well, you well. walked in there with completely different expectations. If you could have at one point gone, <laughs> yes. I'm just going to throw these expectations out the window, <laughs> and I'm just going to try to appreciate it for what I now know that it is, I think you would have enjoyed it a lot more. 
I think so too, but I still think I would have hated the friggin' heckin' part. I, I, those I are just you. stylistic touches that I, I can't Well, handle. you've been in fifth grade. Like in you, fifth grade, we just said the real stuff. Well, no, I, but I'm, was, I'm saying you, uh, like, you were in fifth grade not that long ago, and you were there with kids people. who were saying friggin' in fifth grade while you were already dropping the F-bomb, the real F-bomb. Uh, yeah, I said, I, I still say frickin' sometimes. Do you? Yeah, just every once in a while, mm. because like, it'll just come out like that. But mm. I've always hated adding the G's in there. Frickin', not friggin'. It's that like just, people it say... It sounds dumber. He flicked me off. No. No, he flipped yeah. you off. So dumb. Mm -hmm. But I, they sound similar, though. There's a memory that I I don't know if I'll ever be able to forget. It was fifth grade. No, it was sixth grade. And uh, when you get to school, you had to go to the gym and you would line up in like your pods or whatever your classes, and then you'd get dismissed to your classes. And the fifth graders were in there too. And I'm pigeon toed, and. I don't know if I'm as pigeon-toed anymore. I don't really pay attention. Not like I, you used to be. I used to always look down at my feet when I was walking because I could see my foot going inward. And this this little lard of a fifth grader sitting on the wall, him and his stupid friend, I hear him, I hear them giggling. And I see one point, he's like, look how that kid's walking. And I was like, these motherfuckers, like, I, I'm a sixth grader. This school is fifth and sixth only. That means you bow down to me. <laughs> and so I stopped, and I turned, and I looked at them, and they were they were sitting crisscross. And so I, like, I bent at the waist, like, 90 degrees, middle <laughs> finger up, and said, fuck you. <laughs> and then I kept walking. And I was like, yes. <laughs> it's a good moment. Remember yes, that forever. I know. Oh, it was so good. I, I was a little fuck. Like, what did he think he's saying? Like, you need to say it quieter, buddy. Like, I mean, I we could, all I talk about. On, a, teach on a, I could teach a class on how to talk shit incognito. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a skill you, it's necessary to develop. I'm fucking PhD level at that shit, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, That's, we, we live our see, life doing that. You see someone walking by, you don't make fun of them loud even if they're deaf because then everyone else is going to hear that you did it mm -hmm. and one like someone will either like let them know or then everyone knows you're a really shitty person making fun of the deaf guy so like i mean you're a really be, shitty person but then yeah. everybody knows it yeah you gotta be a closeted shitty person yeah yeah i mean isn't everyone either closeted or uncloseted shitty person no one's actually pure good right no i i can't believe that if someone if I see someone and they like, they have like the stainless record and they're like, oh yeah, uh, like we're the holy family. I'm like, oh, that marriage and that family is founded on some really, really creepy shit. A regular family, I'm like, okay, looking at the dad, he's fucking somebody else. Looking at the mom, she knows, but she just drinks wine every night or like <laughs> there's some random shit. But when I see the, the pretenders, I'm like, oh. I don't want to see what their basement looks like, but I'm about to see it on Channel 8 News tomorrow morning, you know? Like, there's chains, there's hair, there's, like, like hair attached to chunks of scalp and shit. And, like, there's, like, a pentagram carved into the concrete at the in the basement, and there's, like, blood in the... Well, like I mean, they did in the that uh, fucking Cabin in the Woods movie. They pulled the lever and the blood filled the things on the wall, you know? Yeah. That kind of thing. Like they they pull the lever, cuts the person's head off, and the pentagram gets filled with blood, and they drink that. I don't know. Like I just see 
my fucked up mind won't let me not see like the oh fuck like that's <laughs> bad they do bad shit to be real though the hair and part of the scalp dude could have just walked into a ceiling <laughs> in a closet <laughs> that sounds familiar yeah just could have been just not paying attention and the the ceiling may have gone lower in the closet and it's always been that way but for whatever <laughs> reason you know it was me. I just I walked into it, <laughs> and it took a chunk yeah, out of the top of bad. my head, and yeah. I mean, hurt so fucking bad. <laughs> I haven't been in that much pain, and I can't remember how long. You, you said for whatever reason, but that closet's been filled so heavily with shit, and everything's yeah. been right by the door. <laughs> You've never had to walk actually all the way back there. We cleaned it out and moved some stuff around, and I was vacuuming the floor, and so I was looking <laughs> down. And oh. I just walked right into it and just, uh, yeah, shaved off the top of my head and I'm missing hair there. Yeah. And y'all got a good laugh out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my bucket of chicken goes to the dad all day long, 100%. He was fantastic. I, I loved him. Thought he was a great actor, great comedic timing. He was wonderful. Uh, I don't know what I can give my bucket to. Mm, I guess the dad, I mean, there's nothing else really I feel like I can well, he was probably the cause of most of the funny moments in the movie once he was introduced. I loved his relationship with his wife. Yeah. Uh, he was the lazy fuck, and he would be like, I am not lazy. He, like, bought a new TV because, like, the plasma ball destroyed the other one. He was going to have to fill in the hole, but he hurt his hand. It didn't really, I feel like, I felt like he was faking of for Of course sure. he was. And so he's like, oh yeah, I bought this new TV and uh, I can't go back to work till my hand gets better. So you need to pick up a couple more shifts at the <laughs> pharmacy awesome. to pay for this thing. Yep. I was like, okay, I like this guy. <laughs> like he's bringing some satire to this movie. A lot. A lot. He was the best part. I of thoroughly me. enjoyed him. All right. It's I more time. Know. I mean, obviously, I'm not giving it a 90, 91, or whatever well, that I Rotten didn't... Tomatoes did. I'm not even going to give it a fucking 63 or whatever that the, the IMDb did. I, I can't, I don't think I can rightfully do that. What were you <sighs> going to give it when the movie was first over before we started talking about it? I'm assuming it went up some. I definitely did. I, I would say before, it was probably like 18 to 20. Okay. Now... Let's do 42. All right. That's better than I thought it was going to be. All right. For me, I'm going to go back to 1984. Now, 1983, when passing in uh, middle school, was a 60. That was called a D. Yes. This movie started out a very, very low F. Very low <laughs> like F. Like what? Like six? Oh, I, I was thinking at the very beginning, this is Blood Fart Lake, which we gave a zero. I, uh, I, I was did thinking think that too. This is going to be the hardest movie I've ever sat through. Like, you knew Blood Fart Lake was going to be shit. You knew it was going to be complete <laughs> yeah. shit, and it was. And it still went past your expectations because it was so, yeah, so bad. Yeah, but, but this... At first you thought, okay, they're trying. It's just horrendous acting. And so <laughs> I just thought, man, this is just going to be so, so difficult. But then I turned the corner, and then I embraced it for what it was, and, and I, I got to where I was and enjoying it. Uh, I'm not going to give it a pass on today's standards, but I'm going to give it a D from the 1983 standards. I'll give it one more than uh, IMDb. I'll give it a 64 because – Fair. Uh, you know what? I almost passed this movie. I almost gave it a 70. I kind of want to. <laughs> I can but tell. at the same time, I'm I don't. I'm looking at you like this. You know what? Fuck it. I, the last 
third of this movie, I think I was pretty much smiling almost the whole time. So you know what? <sighs> Fuck it. This was not a good movie. I'm not telling you it was a good movie, but I got enough enjoyment out of this to I'm I'm gonna give it a fucking seventy. For me, congratulations. Like, I just thought of an analogy. Maybe it'll work. I'll have yeah, to word it correctly. Very doubtful this is going to work, ladies and gentlemen. But. <laughs> but for me to score this movie is like a judge scoring the shot that took his hand off, you know? Hold up. So like there's a, a gun contest. Okay. And the guy makes like, it's a not a really not really that bad of a shot, but it shot the judge's eye out or it took his hand off. So he like, he's like, damn, that, that was actually not that bad of a shot. But I'm so fucking pissed right now. You know, is that decent? Was the judge standing down range and people were shooting? I don't. Uh, yes. Yeah, sure. How did whatever? What? How did You're the judge get? Way- <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. How? What? Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening. Yeah. Wait. You got anything else? I do. I want to know more about the judge and why he was down range in a shooting contest. And he you was, don't judge from down there. He. Was he, he pointing were, to the target no, and the those, guy no, he shot no, his no, finger no. off and he's like, good no, job, that's was, right by the bullseye. He's one of those guys in the neon vest with the fucking Crayola crayon things, boop, boop, and telling him to go that way. And they, But that guy wasn't really working at the festival. Festival? Yeah, it's a, like, you know. And so... It's <laughs> getting better and better. Yeah. And but that guy wasn't a real worker, so he listened to that guy, got shot in his eye, and then that guy was never to be found. He was just pranking him, you know. Wow, this is—it's like if I walked into Chick Fil A wearing a Chick Fil A uniform, and then I was like, <laughs> "Here comes another analogy." <laughs> like, <laughs> let's do it. Let's go. Uh, let's go. I don't know. Like, said "fuck you," not my pleasure to a customer, and was like "fuck you, bitch," and then like jumped over the counter and left. That'd be fun. They'd be like, "Wow, Chick Fil A just hires anybody," and I'd be like laughing all the way to the bank, you know, because no, they don't. What did where? Okay, so you scoring this movie good is like you going to Chick Fil A in a, in a Chick Fil A <laughs> no. outfit and going behind the counter and no. telling somebody not my pleasure. You fucked are, right you off. Are connecting all of the wrong dots. Okay, You're a dumb old man. So you scoring this movie good is like a judge at a shooting contest getting shot in the hand, but saying, "Hey, good job." <laughs> you are you're making me sound dumb intentionally. <laughs> Instead I of, know it wasn't the best, but I know if I say more now, it's just going to sound worse than it did at the start. So next time, instead of haiku corner, I want to do analogy <laughs> corner with Jack. Yeah, I've always that's always been probably one of my weakest oh, subjects. Gosh, yes, my analogies are weak, man. But you keep but trying. That, those two are really spot on. You keep trying. <laughs> at least I try. Good job, Jack. I'll put your macaroni yard on the fridge. <laughs> at least I fucking try. <laughs> So what was this? What was rating this movie like for you? What was your analogy? I don't need an analogy you, you because I came right out and you told big, you exactly what it's supposed to be. Man. I'm good at analogies. Yeah, then make one. I'm not going to make an analogy. <laughs> yeah, okay, buddy. Yeah, we all see right through you. Oh, this is called you're deflection. Shallow. This is called deflection. You, you That's what you're doing. Shallow. Fuck right off. Shallow little baby man. Okay. You're you're like the judge who like deflected the bullet like at the last <laughs> second, and so it didn't hit his uh, hand. Your hairline is thinning. No, it's because I walked into a fucking closet ceiling. Fuck off. Your ego is fragile. Yeah, maybe a little little boy man. All right, got anything else? No. <laughs> I have no words for you right now. No more than I just said. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into yes. episode number 122 of Movie Muggin. 
If you'd like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter uh, sometimes at, uh, at MovieMuggin. If you'd like to email us, MovieMuggin at gmail.com. We definitely need some questions for Ask Jack. Appreciate you listening. We love you. And until next time, have a Movie Muggin day. Bye. Yesterday in the bathroom, I spit goo. <laughs>